Today's Bible reading is Amos chapter 8, and I would go ahead and probably recommend reading Amos chapter 9, and you're going to see why pretty soon. Now, if you've never read the book of Amos, which I'm sure is many of you, let me give you a quick context. Uh, this is happening during uh, the reigns of when there's both north and south kingdoms, Israel and Judah, and they're both actually doing pretty well, but they are also under the threat of of the growing Assyrian Empire, which has kind of been harassing them. And so for both of these nations, uh, and the northern nation, which is closer to Assyria, of Israel, they are kind of calling out to God, saying, God, why don't you judge Assyria? Why don't you bring about the destruction of Assyria? Why don't you fight the Assyrians? And Amos has the unfortunate task of having to tell Israel, God is going to judge, but he's actually also going to judge you, and that's going to be a lot worse, because you should know the Lord, and yet you still turn away. Because we know that the northern kingdom, though it is having a time of economic stability and prosperity, that spiritually it is really devoid. And the picture that is given here is a basket of summer fruit a basket of summer fruit that looks good right now, but is soon going to rot and going to be gone. And the picture here is this is what Israel looks like. It looks really good right now, but because it is already picked and it is already rotten, um, it is going to fall. And that there is going to be a time very soon where poverty, where uh, hunger is going to sweep across the land. It's going to rise um, like the Nile. Uh, and on that day, declares the Lord, right, all of these things they're going to come to pass. The day of judgment is going to come, and behold, that day is coming. And now these pictures that Amos is giving of what that is going to look like are very, very depressing, which is why you may be inclined to keep reading just one more chapter to Amos chapter 9, because it gets worse and worse and worse, right, till the depths of Sheol, um, and yet also in that day, in verse 11 of chapter 9, that there's going to rise up and there is going, it is going to end. That God, though there is judgment, is going to restore. And this reminds me a lot of what Jesus reminded the people, um, the parable of the rich fool, or some people note the parable of the storehouses, Luke 12, chapter 13 through 21, where this man has so much grain that he says, I'll tear down my barns and build larger ones to store all of my goods. And God says, you're going to die today, right? So why were you spending so much time on the things of this earth? Because presumably that man could have done other things, build other storehouses, give the food away, give it to the poor. Um, and yet it was only about the now and the temporary. When Jesus says not to store up your treasures uh, on earth because he says that thief and moth will destroy, thief will steal and moth will destroy. The reason why we store up our treasures in heaven is because that's where they will last. And this idea of food in many ways is to see today in light of eternity that what 
was different with the Israelites versus what Jesus is trying to say is not don't enjoy the food that you have right now, but don't expect that to be all that there is. Make sure that you're looking forward and looking ahead to what God is really ultimately wanting to bless you with and make sure that you're ready for that because the Israelites were not. They were idol, they were had idols, they were um, turning away in all other kinds of ways. And in our lives as well, I think it's important that we consider what fills our minds. Um, today, I was having so much trouble with Eva. Uh, she was throwing us wild temper tantrum um, on our way to school. And I was yelling at her and all of these things. And in the car, I had to breathe, knowing that we would talk about Amos chapter 8. And I'm like, bring judgment on my daughter. <laughs> and God is like, where's the judgment on you? And I'm like, yeah... And to remember to have a heavenly mindset. Uh, for those of you who are in school, who are working, um, the things of today often overwhelm us, not only in the struggles, but sometimes in the pleasures as well. And it's not that we shouldn't enjoy the pleasures that God gives us today, but let us not make it all about the pleasures today. I was talking with a few people about happiness because a lot of times people say, you know, we shouldn't live life just to be happy. And I'm thinking about it, you know, happiness is a temporal thing. And so it's good to be happy, but to understand that it is only a temporal thing. That to seek happiness as the goal of this hour, right, as I'm eating a meal or as I'm uh, playing a game is fine. But to seek happiness as the goal of a lifetime when it's a temporal physical thing is to miss out on what God is really trying to give us, which is joy. So hope you consider that uh, today. Think about today in light of eternity. Think about the food you eat today in light of the eternal food that we eat forever.